I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, this is Pat McAfee, and you're listening to the Complex Sports Podcast, a podcast hosted by three men who are incredibly entertaining. Their words are riveting. And if you're not listening to this, you're an absolute stooge. So be a friend, tell a friend. The Complex Sports Podcast is where it's at. Cheers. On this week's episode of the Complex Sports Podcast, Lexi Brown joins the crew to talk about why she's no longer in the WNBA, her future plans, getting back into the league, best Drake albums, and much more. Let's get to it. What up, what up, what up, everybody? It's your man, Chops. Brand new episode of the Complex Sports Podcast. As always, I'm joined by Zion and Adam. Fellas, what's going on? I see Adam is up on vacation already in Vermont. We must be starting early. I thought we had a whole work week ahead of us. Zion finally got a haircut, three years in the making. Fellas, what's going on? Anything you'd like to add to my observations? I'm working. I'm not on vacation, pal. I am dog-sitting currently, but I am working. That's work? That's work for you, dog-sitting? Dog-sitting. Are we paying you to dog-sit? No. I'm doing I'm doing a solid for my friend, and I'm currently working, doing this podcast, doing other edits, doing other interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Punching the clock as usual, pal. Adam, are you ready? I told Zion, are you ready to go to Las Vegas in July? July I am, 24th? yes. For Fury, for Fury, I can't even talk. Fury Wilder 3, I am 100% ready to go to Vegas in July, even though it will be 1,000 degrees outside. But yes, I'm ready to go back to Vegas. Yeah, Zion, bring your sunscreen, buddy. I'm not coming to Vegas, bro. I'm not going to Vegas. We'll see you, we'll yeah. see you there, pal. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're not, not going to turn that trip down, pal. Yo, Zion, did you I tell did. Adam? Tyson Fury DM the, the IG account. Let, get him on the pod. Oh, yeah, he we can did. Get Fury, we can get Fury in the pod whenever we want. So let's oh, get him. Wow. I can let's make go. that happen. We'll have him on before the fight, 100%. Let's, Don't worry about that. Let's go. Then we're in. How are we feeling today, fellas? Young Zion, how from, you feeling? I'm feeling like my team is 1-0 in the oh, playoffs. Oh, congrats unlike, on that, yeah. Unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before we get into the NBA playoff talk, we do have Lexi Brown on this episode. She's fantastic. If you're not familiar, she played in the WNBA. She's currently not in the league. She has a lot to say about it. Very, very interesting conversation. A lot to say. A lot to say. A lot, a to, lot say. to say. If that was an NBA player explaining why he wasn't in the league, it'd be the top story on ESPN. So this needs to get shine. This needs to get attention. I'm glad we had her on. She's phenomenal. Before we get to that interview, let's talk NBA playoffs. The Knicks are 0-1. The Nets are 1-0. The Lakers are 0-1. I don't care if the Knicks are 0-1. The MSG experience and those fans going crazy was worth the loss, Adam. I'm not a Knicks fan, so you probably don't agree, but worth that was amazing to see. I wouldn't it say worth the loss. See. It was but amazing to see. It was great to see. Um, and listen, the Hawks are actually favored in this series, okay? Even though they're are the five they really? seed. Yeah, Vegas had them favored. Yeah, oh, so I didn't it's know like, that. I didn't know yeah, that. And, they're, and they're incredibly even matched when you Knicks look at the Knicks were stats. favored in game one. The Knicks were they were, yeah, they were because the home team. Yeah. Um, and you had 15,000 fans in the garden for the first time in almost two years or whatever. Sounded like 30,000. Yeah, like so it sounded incredible. So yeah, bad execution down the stretch. I'll give Trey Young some credit. Um, not ideal way to start off the Knicks' first playoff series in eight years, but the garden will be rocking again for game two and i expect the Knicks to even up the series and advance to the second round of the playoffs so is julius randall just not going to play like julius randall or is he just going to play like julius randall and i mean to say 
Is he going to play like the Julius Randle that we've seen his entire career or the one that we saw this season? If he plays like non-Julius Randle or the old Julius Randle, not the Julius Randle this regular season, then the Knicks are fucked. Listen, That's what it comes listen, down to. This is the problem with Julius Randle. I said I told Angel this yesterday. He's not an effortless scorer. Like K, KD, Kyrie, Harden, they make the yeah. game look easy. You're they just score. comparing KD, Kyrie, Harden. <laughs> no, no, but this is what I'm saying. That's not what even they, fair to Julius what they star, yeah. what, what a true star does and a true scorer, they get easy shots and they make tough shots. Julius Randle gets tough shot after tough shot. He's taking a tough shot. That's why he wasn't that efficient this year. And that stuff kind of gets exposed in the playoffs. So you Well, know. I mean, not his fault. The Knicks, the Knicks, I mean, you tweeted this yesterday. They're going to get a star from this playoff run because the, that crowd atmosphere is going to bring someone in. They don't have a star years. right now. They don't have a star. They don't have a star. But, I mean, Knicks fans should be proud. I mean, I think they'll still win the series. I think the Knicks still win the series. That's my prediction. Mm, that's bold. I think the Knicks still win the series. I think they bounce back and win in seven, six. Maybe. I think I the Hawks have way more talent than the Knicks. But the, I think you're right. I think well, you're right. The, yeah. the Knicks don't have anybody as good as Trey Young. Yeah, they don't have the firepower that Atlanta does. No. Yeah. But they play better defense. They do. And they're the 100%. best defensive team against a three-point shot in the NBA. So if if Randall plays like Randall you expect, although he does take tough shots time and time again, and yeah. the Knicks play a little bit better team defense, then I don't. there's no what reason if, why the Knicks can't What if Randall is just John Starks 2.0? What if he just— uh, That's uh, careful, pal. Careful. That's, uh, that's some mm-hmm. uh, bitter memories for Knicks fans. <laughs> although saying. Starks growing up, Starks is my favorite player growing up. I love John I know, Starks. I know. Uh, where else should we go? I mean, we can. There's nothing even to say about the Nets. They're going to win the series at most in five games. Barkley's rocking. Well, but I do want to point out that Zion, Mister, I'm going to stay inside for the rest of my life. Literally put on IG story. We outside and was at the Nets game. He said (laughs) we outside. Number one, the the arena was 93 percent vaccinated. Number two, um, I was nowhere near the crowd. Except for the entrance, I was nowhere near the crowd. I was in a suite away from the crowd with like four, Must 14 nice. people. Who Did you keep your mask on the entire time, pal? And most of the time, I kept my mask on. Most of the time, most excuse me? Get off this podcast. You fraud. <laughs> you COVID fraud. Get off this podcast. <laughs> most of the time, I kept my mask on, bro. Most you got to. Come on. Agreed. I know who you went to with that, that podcast. Who I know the guy you went with. He didn't have his mask on the whole time. I already know. Shout out to Al. Yeah, he was walking outside. Well, let me not Al, expose Al, him. Let me not expose him. Two frauds. Two frauds. Two frauds of the Nets game. Nah, yeah, man. I stay inside. I'm not going back ever again. Never. Okay. Unless, unless yeah. Ever finals. again? Okay. No, 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 no. For finals. the record. Finals. Yeah. Finals. If I get a plug for the finals. Okay. There's nothing to say about the Nets series. That if, unless Tatum has a game where he drops 70, that they're, that's over in four. If that series goes six games, it's egregious. Yeah, the Nets should be eliminated if, if they win in six. Seriously, yeah. If they allow the Celtics to get a sixth game, just just I don't, shut it down. Philly Philly might drop a game, but that series is going five at most. Philly looks really good. Agreed. Bucks Heat is going seven. That that series is that going series seven. Is tough. That's the best that, first round series, series in the NBA. It's going seven. We want to talk about stars shooting bad and losing. They shot poorly. They shot eight for twenty seven, and they lost on a game winning shot. Yeah, that's crazy. I. I the Bucks could very well lose that series. They might win it because they ha- they'll have a home game seven if it gets there. But Coach Bud might want to put that LinkedIn resume up there. Um, and, and let this be known: this is before the Bucks play game two. So if the Bucks yeah, the, blow the game out two's the heat. tonight, game two, yeah, they could win by forty tonight. <laughs> they look like it is. Um, I mean, in the West, oh, here's the West what is I nuts. The West is nuts. Here's what I want to bring up before we get to the Lakers CP3 thing, Suns. Mello felt away getting booed by Denver fans. But, like, why is he surprised? 
You left Denver on terrible terms. Who cares if it was a decade ago? He got traded a decade ago, and he's <laughs> he's still pissy about that. Like I don't. I mean, I mean yeah, I, but what are they no. going to do? Bow it's down. It's a playoff. No. Yeah, what, he's going to be standing I, ovation I, I, no, as, a, as a, needs, an opponent. I don't, he, I don't think he needs to get praised, but like, why are they still salty? You have the MVP on your team, the guy who's rocking Melo's number, and I also have a, a take for that. If Jokic does not get to the Western, did he? Did they get to the Western Conference Finals last year? Yes. Yeah, they did. They were the all team. Right, the all, right. Uh, all right. Catch you up can't now. Say anything. Let me erase <laughs> that. <laughs> it, is, it, it, it was bubble basketball, but let me erase that because yeah. I would have said if they if they didn't get it to a real Western Conference Finals, you can't really say Jokic has done more than Melo for Denver. I mean, but real, you just brought up something. After seeing fans back at arenas and games and stuff, the bubble was the worst thing that's ever happened to professional sports. Yeah, I do not okay, but you would rather not have an NBA season last year? I almost think I would have rather not no, have come NBA. On. Bro, it, <laughs> I, I can't watch it without fans. It's literally unwatchable. Okay, well, now we're lucky enough that we, we have our shit together as a we country are. that we're back. Yes, we but are, we're one million we're percent, the atmosphere without fans sucks on TV. Sucks. And I can only imagine how bad it was to play in person for these guys. It sucks. It yeah. sucks. And now you're seeing guys... Their butt cheeks are getting tighter again with these people in the crowds. They're not shooting fucking nine <laughs> Dude, for ten. Dude, that's the way it's supposed three. to be. Yeah, Julius Randle's feeling the pressure in the Garden. Finally, I'm just saying it's good to see people back. It was good to see Phil Mickelson get mobbed by people at the PGA Championship. Shout out to Phil for winning that. It was bad to hear my boy Brooks Kepka getting dinged in the knee by the same crowd. But and Brooks you know, was a little upset about the people in the as crowd. As he should but be. He sounded a little Bryson DeChambeau-y there. I'll say that. Well, you he know sounded- what? If you had a if you had a surgically repaired knee and you had people knocking into you to try to get the other guy who just beat you, you'd be pissed off too. Yeah, I, I do get it. Why <laughs> yeah. he was pissed. Uh, Lakers, Lakers, Suns. What do we? I think Ooh, the Lakers man. are done. I think it's over. Ooh. You're calling it right now. Suns I'm win the first round I series. I think the Suns win this game in six games. Chops, you better, you know better than anybody else on this planet. Not to doubt LeBron James, I know. But or is this re- or, or wait one second? Or is this reverse psychology on your part? No, I'm not rooting for the Lakers. I actually like the Sun teams a lot. Shout out to James Jones, member of the 2016 Cavs, oh GM God. of the Suns. I'm just saying he is. I, he is good observation. Here's my thing. AD must still be hurt, and that combination of AD still being hurt and Drummond being trash and AD still being a little soft as a big man, disaster for the Suns, unless CP3 is out. If CP3, but CP3 saying he's going to play. So if CP3 can play, I think the Suns take this. Well, we thought the Suns would have trouble with the Lakers' size heading into this one. No, uh, Aiden, Aiden was a monster. I'm just saying it wasn't really the case in Game One. We'll see if the Lakers get their shit together going forward here. But uh, I'm still gonna, I'm still going to give the edge to the Lakers and expect LeBron at some point to flip the switch because what can he's been he able do? to. What can he do? He's done that every single, just about every single time. He's, we've asked him to. What? What team did this Suns team? What team in the? I, I don't want to sound. I, love I know what you're saying. I know what you're I love saying. Yes. LeBron. What team did he beat single handedly that had someone like Devin Booker on? It's it's that's a fair that's a fair point to make. I mean, that's fair too, but like at the same time too, you got to look at it like this. Number one, Andre Drummond. They should not be playing Andre Drummond. No, right? every Lakers fan was fierce. <laughs> also, real, also, you talk about pinching a butt cheeks. Okay, that Suns team has zero playoff experience except for CP3 and Jay Crowder. So and I think, think they're going to get think nervous. Devin healthy. Booker looked pretty comfortable. Well, you know what? When he's playing in front of half the car- goddamn Kardashian family in the Staples well, Center, when maybe they he'll... go to LA, there's how many fans is LA going to have? Seven thousand at, at most. LA no, I think they have more than that. It's not going to be. It's not going to be like New York. It's not going to be like New York. No, but it's still going to have a good. I just amount. don't think it's going to be enough. I think I think the Suns have a real advantage having more fans, and I uh, think 
I think when you see these teams have more fans, I think it's going to matter. When Chris Child. Jenner's staring him down from the sidelines and he's missing he's a few threes. He's Kendall. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah Chris yeah. Mominger. Mominger's going to get fucking I don't even off. know what you get. <laughs> yeah, what, are you saying it's gonna, she's going to reverse jinx him? What do you, she's probably rooting for Devin Booker. There is a curse with that family, okay? Oh, there, is, there, okay? There, I mean, there is. There is. There is. There is a curse with that family. Won a championship. But it's not the Lakers last year. You forget they lost every game one. LeBron Besides always the loses game ones, but this seems different. This seems a little different. It is different. This wasn't a feel out type thing. This they got beat, and I think they're going to continue. I don't think CP3 is healthy either. I mean, no, he can't shoot the fucking basketball. So they're going to start back. Yesterday they were guarding him. These next games, they're going to start giving him Ben Simmons treat- treatment until he starts mm-hmm. making jumpers. That could be a, it. Could be a thing. I'll believe the Lakers are in trouble in this series when they lose a third game. Yeah, not if they go down two zero, you're not going to think they're in trouble. No. no, the series doesn't start till the road team wins. Okay, oh, okay, Marvel. That's a Mike and the Mad Dog ism right there. Yeah, if I ever heard is. one, that's no, fucking a not, that's down that's Francesca one hundred one right there, pal. No, that's he, a, that's a oh, Mike and the he Mad created Dog. that. Oh yes. my God, Mike! Yeah, Mike was that, saying yeah. that since you were in short pants. Oh, I, 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 I didn't hear from him. I think he said it about baseball first. I think that's where I, it came they from. they they were saying that like every fucking playoff situation with the NBA, baseball, like and and NHL too. So yes, do we need well done, even, pal. Do we need to even talk about Clippers, Mavs? I have zero interest in this series. That's a good series. It's a good series, but I'm not going to get wrapped but up. Why until am I? I don't know. There's something about it. I'm not excited for it. I don't know. You're not a Clippers fan. I mean, I feel like the Clippers are still going to win, but like, I just yeah. don't. It's not. It's not as exciting as Although a Blazers Clippers he- series would have been. I am here for Luca talking more shit. I think that is fun. Oh yeah, anybody talking smack to Pat Bev? Oh, we need that. <laughs> yeah. We, well, no, Pat Bev good. makes himself an easy target sometimes. What's, so, what's the last Western series? What am I forgetting? Nuggets Blazers. Oh, so we're well, we kind of talked about that with Melo. Yeah. Oh, but I think the no. Blazers win that one. Oh no, Utah, Utah, Memphis. I don't even know what's going to happen. And listen, Donovan Mitchell. <sighs> Future Nick, Nick, man. He's going to be on the Knicks in two years. Future Nick, amen. Future Nick. He he probably already has his his split down the middle Mets-Knicks jersey, like (laughs) side-by-side that he's going to have when he gets to New York. That's how he's going to be introduced. Um, Before we get to Lexi Brown interview, very good interview. We do got to talk about the big NFL news of the day, uh, of the week. Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones live on Undisputed, and Julio Jones said, I'm out of there when talking about the Atlanta Falcons. At first, I did not think that this was coordinated, but after thinking about it and reviewing the footage, this was 100% set up by Julio and Shannon Sharp Yeah, to put leverage on the Falcons. Adam, will you do us a favor right now? Call Skip Bayless live on the podcast call Skip and, and tell him we're live on the air and ask him if they set this up. Uh, Skip is probably working out right now on LA time, so I don't know if he's available. But he's uh, post yeah, we, we can, lift him. He likes to work out after after the shows to uh, work out his frustrations. Um, I, but I agree with you, chops. This is definitely calculated. It's a work. These, it's a work. Yeah, hundred percent. Come on, these guys are way too smart and way too savvy not to do this. And it's a ratings bonanza for Skip and Shannon. So salute to those oh, that's two a guys. Great get by for, them. That's a gonna, great. They're going to eat on this for weeks. They will eat on this segment for weeks. So that's a great job by Shannon getting Julio to say that shit on the show. But one billion percent, you're correct. This is calculated. And was definitely in the works. So where's Julio going? What do we think? The Raiders. I hope he goes to Baltimore. I don't think Baltimore. But it's not in Baltimore's MO to give up a lot for a receiver. They need Lamar. Lamar and Julio. Oh, my goodness. I don't think that would be very good. Yeah, Just don't go to the Patriots. The I wouldn't be scared of that. I would not be scared of that. Right. That's not, he's not the type of receiver. If they, like, them getting who, who uh, Kyle Pitts would scare me more than Julio Jones. Because Kyle Pitts. Lamar does very well tight ends in in the seams. That's all I'm saying. Julio, jump. 
We forgetting about Julio. Julio's 32 years old. <laughs> He's old, you? pal. He's been He's around 32. for a while. He's still Julio Jones. <laughs> He's got a lot of mileage on those He's legs. He's got a lot of mileage on, on, those, on those wheels. My question here is, what stops the Green Bay Packers for, from trading for him? And like Aaron Rodgers would for sure be happy if he got Julio Jones. He wouldn't leave. This would fix that whole situation. Would it? Julio Jones and Devontae Adams, if he's still mad at them, then he's the pettiest motherfucker alive. It just seems like he 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 don't it seems like you can bring him Ezekiel Elliott, Julio Jones, why the whole Browns offense. Why would they bring him line. a bad running back? Why would they bring him a bad <laughs> Relax. And and he still wouldn't be happy. I don't know. I feel like you get him Julio Jones and he's like, Okay, uh, Yeah, why would he want to go guys. anywhere else at that point? Yeah. Yeah, where would he go that's better? With them. You know what I'm seeing, though? People people are already saying the Rams are going to be in on it, so that'd be interesting. Well, what are they going to do with Matthew Stafford? Julio, not Aaron Rodgers. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wasn't wasn't following along. Yeah, Matthew (laughs) Stafford would be the one throwing to Julio, buddy. I apologize for that senior moment. Yeah, senior moment. You said the Raiders. The Raiders make the most sense because the Raiders love to do dumb shit with draft picks, so they could... John Gruden could offer three first-round picks tomorrow, for all we know. There will be an overpay if he goes to L- uh, to Zion, do you want to make a statement about the Giants and Julio Jones, or are you good? Or are you going to say Kenny Galladay is better than Julio Jones? My, my wide receiving core is great. Very great. Are they better and, than Julio Jones? And if you tell me it's not, you're lying. Great. Well, here's the thing. I'd trade If the Browns were interested in trading for Julio Jones, I'd say do it. Why not? What do you need Julio for? He's Julio. <laughs> you just said he's thirty two years old. He's declining. <laughs> you don't now you now you want Julio Jones. <laughs> Odell Beckham that's the guy. Odell's coming off him. an ACL. Give me uh give me Julio maybe. Trade Odell. That's you guys uh, I don't know. I don't want I take Odell Julio. back, that's for sure. Over Julio. All right. On that note, let's get to our Lexi Brown interview. Actually, no, we have Clown of the Week. I think this one's easy. Rudy Gobert. Easily the clown of the week. Why the flop on the sideline? Clown of the week, easily. Unless it's Spike, unless it's Spike Lee for getting another. I mean, Spike Lee's not a clown, but Spike always gets put on camera when the Knicks lose. Man, like every oh, single- let's talk about it last week briefly. Our, our Adams clown of the week last week. You, you little. You said Gilbert wasn't going to respond to him. Gilbert responded. Well, this is what he told me, and then he, he did otherwise. So, I mean, Gilbert obviously is scared of Kwame in some sort of fashion. Like they, they, they must know something at him because yeah, Kwame has something at all. Because we've seen Gil, we've seen no chill Gil, and I'm not saying scared. Scared's another word. I like Gil. Gil's a friend of the podcast. That wasn't no chill Gil in the response. That was no. That it was, wasn't semi chill Gil in the response. Gil explained the situation to me a little bit differently. Than I think it's being perceived uh, online. So he wasn't about to uh, clown or clap back. At, Kwame, so okay, he so took the high road here. Deeper, there's something deeper there you're saying. Yeah, but not between Gil and Kwame. Between mm. Kwame and something else? Between Kwame and other people involved in that argument. Mm. Okay, I think we can all deduct what that means. Mm. Okay. Uh, I, Kwame, that's still going. His YouTube page is getting hundreds of thousands of clicks. Uh, eat so. up. If that's getting him money right now, eat up. Listen, yeah. Kwame, wow, the comeback in 2021. Never, yeah, I mean, he could probably play center for the Nets right now. I don't know how much in shape right, he is. relax. <laughs> Uh, but clown of the week this week, I got to go with Rudy Grobert for that. That fl- or how can I whisper on a podcast? Is it LeBron? Is it LeBron for the oh. for the fake injury? Like, I, oh, taking shots, boy. There, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you, King. I'm sorry. Oh man! Wow how <laughs> how they switch sides so fast. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm, am I wrong? 
I mean, he was on the ground for two times this week for it. <laughs> and also, <laughs> also, also, I just got to say, bro. Actually, this is very serious. If you're fucking vaccinated, say you're vaccinated. It's fucking important. Like, dog. And, and I'll go there. Like, he's my favorite athlete of all time. You said it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. So, like, that, I, that's, that's not very That's well cool. said. I mean, LeBron carries a shit ton of weight. Um... I like for it, obvious it, it reasons, is a yeah. big deal. Like if yeah. you're if you're vaccinated, fucking say that it could fucking help a lot of shit. So that's all I'm gonna say on that. Sorry well to said. get serious. Sorry well to get said. serious there out of nowhere. No comments. Rudy I, Gobert, clown. We're all vaccinated, so yeah, we're we're, we're we did our part. LeBron, did hopefully you did yours. And I, and I'm happy to tell people because I get to go. Zion's going to Nets games now. He's happy as fuck. Yeah, no, Nets game, game one game. That's you're, one time I went outside. Game. I'm back inside for two weeks. I got a quarantine just in case. Oh my god! Uh, you're vaccinated. No, you what? What? Are you, yeah. You got a quarantine. Follow the science, going pal. Against, against guidelines by quarantine. Yeah. How? It says you don't need to quarantine. Follow the goddamn science. Fauci, Fauci. They tell me. They tell me. They told us we don't need mask outside anymore. Like, you come don't. on, bro. You don't. I you don't. No. All right. Enough of this science experiment. Oh my god. Let's get to this Lexi Brown interview. It's very, very good. You are a lost cause. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, huge shout out. Lexi Brown, welcome to the Complex Sports Podcast. My favorite athlete tweeter, no matter what sport, no matter what's going on. You are phenomenal on social media. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Do you prefer like Queen of Petty, Petty Princess? What do you like? What moniker do you prefer? How should we address you? I like Petty Betty. Oh, it's even better. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, honestly, I've had to tone down my pettiness a little bit. Um, it's not, you know, great all the time. Just you got to sprinkle it in now and then. But even Lexi off social media is way pettier than Lexi. <laughs> really? Really? Yes. It's not a hat. Can we get an example? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> People will be like, she's mean. <laughs> <laughs> but you're keeping it real, though. That's That's what really matters. Always. Yeah, so let's uh, jump right into it because um, this is obviously a good talking point. Um, obviously, the recent uh, situation with the links and uh, the sky, um, even though I personally, after watching you in the bubble, dropping, dropping 26 points, I think, you know, it's a little questionable, but, um, you know, you had some things to say on social media, but I, I think you kept it to yourself a little bit. Uh, can you tell us what happened with that situation and your thoughts on it? I mean, yeah, the, the thing about being a, a pro athlete is um, 
at the end of the day, no matter what happens to you, the athlete, I feel like is always held to a much higher standard than the coaching and the front office people. And at the end of the day, the, the WNBA is still a dream. Like I achieved it. I got there and very soon after I'm no longer in it, but it's, you know, still something I want to pursue and, you know, something that I still want to be a part of. So you kind of have to tread lightly, you know, in situations like this, um, I haven't really spoken at all about, you know, the Minnesota situation, but I think that um, how it went down was not okay. And, um, you know, I got that concussion in the bubble, which, you know, a lot of people seem to have not cared about or forgot about. Um, And, you know, that was something that that was really hard for me to deal with. And I was playing with that and, you know, it affected how I played. It was affecting my mood. It was affecting my emotions on top of being in that bubble situation. Um, but, you know, I left, I had to leave the bubble, which, you know, when I left, I, you know, I thought everything was okay. Um, you know, we were going to come back next season, you know, figure things out, you know, and let me have a, a breakout season, which is something that I was, I was hoping for this year. And, you know, it was crickets mm. from Minnesota. Um, I didn't hear from anybody. Even like team doctors, like they were there checkups, like on- I heard from my trainer, but only because I had to go do PT in Atlanta when I was at home. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. uh, gotta like go through him to set that up. But you know, mm-hmm. coaches, you know, teammates, uh, and then when uh, free agency came around, I was like, okay, maybe I'm gonna get moved, and other people got moved. So I was like, okay, I'm good. So I was really good about the free agency. <laughs> Yeah, And then it was still crickets. And then, um, you know, I was working my ass off in the off season. Um, really excited to, to bring a new player, a new person, more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, it was nothing like, you know, check-ins. No, we, we see you like you, you're doing great. We're excited. So I started to feel like a little weird about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, you know, we made those big signings, I personally was excited. You know, I was like, Oh, this is going to be great. You know, like I, I was ready to, to, you know, play any role that she needed me to. You know, I started last season, but I looked at, you know, what we were doing in the offseason. Like, well, maybe starting is not going to be, you know, uh, an opportunity I'm going to have. And I was OK with that because I feel like the bench players are just as important as, you know, the starters. Yeah. It's not about who starts the game. It's about who finishes it. So, you know, I wasn't really tripping about that. But, you know, training camp was coming. And I was at home and I was like, um. I didn't know any, like, I didn't know what day to come. They didn't tell you anything. My apartment situation, like nothing. So I was like, um, so I was like reaching out to them, reaching out to them. Do you, do you like reach out to like the players associate? Is there like someone on your side? Yeah. But like I said, it's just, you got to tread lightly. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard, but I I just told my agent, um, which I actually didn't even have a WNBA agent until a few months ago. Okay. Something was like, I should probably get a WNBA agent. <laughs> yeah, like get someone on your side. So nothing. I was asking questions. They were like acting like they didn't know any information. They were blaming COVID, da, 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 da. And the week before training camp is coming. And I'm like, I call my agent. I said, you need to call uh, call her, see what's going on. And mm-hmm. it was like draft day or night before draft. And she was just like, yeah, we still trying to move her. And I was like, yo, like, why? <laughs> For what? Um, this point, I'm s- still haven't heard anything. Um, and then the day before they need us to report, she waved me. 
So at that point, you know, training camp is a week away. You have to be in market because you have to do all this COVID protocol. So, you know, it was the day before and I'm sitting like, I mean, rosters are training camp rosters are filled, you know, trades have been made. Moves so have been- they didn't give you any opportunity to be able to find a place because it's right before camp. Yeah, it was just it all happened really fast. And then, you know, Chicago, you know, they got a dope team. They got a dope, you know, environment. But like that, that was not the right situation for you. Mm -hmm. But it was I I literally got waived and signed to Chicago in like 12 hours. And then I was in Chicago the next day. Wow. Can we blame Glenn Taylor for anything real quick? I'm sorry. Can we blame Glenn Taylor for anything? Because that's that's fun to do. You know, KG has been doing it for a decade now. Uh, Okay, so we're not. No, we're not blaming Glenn. Okay. No, he's like the sweetest man and his wife. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can't blame A Rod either. He hasn't taken over the yeah, team. Yeah, A Rod so. hasn't taken over yet, so we can't blame A Rod. I mean, I know who I want to blame, but, you know. Gotcha. Okay. I was just making sure. <laughs> I think the WNBA world was definitely kind of shocked with it. Definitely just reading, reading it on Twitter. Um, everyone's reactions were kind of like confusion. Um, I mean, me too. <laughs> but like, it's like everyone, like expansion. Everyone's talking about things like that, but I'm like, we can't even hold full rosters. Mm-hmm. And y'all want to expand. But, you know, there's, I've seen, I know a lot of players and I have a lot of friends who are in my exact situation, you know, sitting on the sidelines thinking like, dang, like I should be on a team. Mm-hmm. So that's why I never really looked down on those players. Never, you know, it's like, that will never be me because even the day I got drafted, the first conversation I had with my coach in Connecticut, was he was just like you're not gonna play here. Hmm. So I was like, this could that could be me very very soon. So like that's why I always. I mean, I never needed extra motivation, mm-hmm. but I've always worked super super hard to make sure that no one could tell me no. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we got to a situation this season where you know it had nothing to do with hooping. Yeah. It was just the you know it was a numbers thing, salary cap thing, just everything just happening, you know, too fast. But even, like, getting waved in Chicago, like, the day before the season started, he knew he wasn't keeping me on that team. So I didn't even get a chance to go to another training camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like double whammy. I'm like, yeah. y'all are not serious, right? But, um, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, I think that there's a chance I could get picked up at a later time. I'll be a free agent next year. Um, I'm going to probably play in the fall, winter overseas somewhere, get some, get some good film. I haven't played in, by that time I wouldn't have played a game in like a year. So, but this is all part of the adventure of being a pro female basketball player. So. <laughs> what would you, you mentioned like the, everybody's talking about expansions. You can't keep rosters and everything. What, if you were in charge of the WNBA, what would you, the first thing you fixed, what would you do? I would protect first round picks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that seems crazy that they're not protected. Yeah. Me. Yeah. And you know, I think we got so caught up in the, the salaries being increased and we didn't really take a deep dive into that CBA. And, you know, we were young. It was our first year in the league. And I was like, Oh my God, you can make $250,000. <laughs> and everything else was just like, yeah. Hmm. yeah. But like, what's the point of being a first round pick if you don't even get your opportunity to, you know, develop and and grow up and mature. Like, yeah, I saw a tweet about me the other day about, you know, a lot of players that are, you know, on the outside 
And they had me in a, in a, in a sentence with, you know, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine year veterans. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is uh, my fourth year. Like, <laughs> I'm on my rookie contract. Like, don't. Yeah. I like, I just feel like, I mean, it's a compliment, but at the same time, I'm just like, you know, I've really had, you know, I feel like I didn't even have a moment to, you know, hit my stride yet. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I would, I would protect first round picks for sure. At least for their first, if, and then they're, so I might, you have your three years and you have your option. Yeah. I would protect them for at least three of those. Oh yeah. Cause like in W in the NBA and the NFL, those are, guaranteed to like, yeah, like what's the point of busting everybody's ass in college and be a first round pick if they can get rid of you whenever they want yeah so is there is there bitterness right now or is it just disappointing like what are the emotions overall with how you've been handled um you know i'm not bitter uh like i said this situation like this is not a new situation for me um you know i was definitely disappointed in how you know a lot of the things went down just from the lack of communication standpoint um, because I'm a communicator, you know, like, like we said earlier, like I like to keep things real. So I, I want the same thing back. And, you know, even if I don't like it, I'm just going to have to accept it, but at least be open and honest about that type of stuff. But, you know, I was like sad, you know, I cried a little bit. I did cry. Um, you know, when I get frustrated and mad, I cry and I can't help that myself, but, um, you know, there's no bitterness. Um, uh, you know, I wish, you know, everybody well, cause I still have a lot of friends that are playing. Um, and have their opportunities to live out their dreams. So I love that for them. Um, but now it's just, you know, another, ch- I mean, I don't like to say I have a chip on my shoulder, but, you know, I just a little bit extra motivation. Yeah, I would so. assume there'd be some extra motivation right now to start busting up people when you get the next opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at like, just, I'm like, I would. Go ahead, say it, say it, go ahead. It has to be tough watching the games and being like, I could be. Yeah, you could be. This I was at brunch yesterday with my friend, drinking a mimosa. Watching the Stai New York game, and I was just like, like, like this. Got <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it for you. I'll say it for you. I'll say- like, that was my first. My first reaction was like, oh my god, they have a WNBA game on the restaurant and yeah. they playoffs, but they have the WNBA game game on, so that made me happy. Yeah. And I was like, but I should not be here drinking a mimosa right now. But what were you thinking after two mimosas? <laughs> I was like, turn this off. <laughs> no, I was just. It was a very weird feeling. Uh, watching it on TV when I feel like I'm a person that deserves to be to be out there but like I said there's a lot a lot of players that feel that way yeah Um, some of them even are having their opportunity right now to play Um, so I mean you can't be bitter you know I feel like I could have you know sat at home pouted whatever but now I'm just decided to you know go live my best life Still, I'm still working out, obviously, still in the gym, of course. But, you know, I'm still doing other things. I'm not going to sit around and wait for that call. Because um, what if it never comes? Now I've wasted all this time being sad and annoyed. So I'm just going to go, you know, do what I do. Still bust my eyes, work hard, and, you know, see what happens. Who do you lean on in these situations to kind of like, like, do you have like mentors like in this situation where you're like advice or just someone to talk to? Because it felt like, or from what it sounds like for you, it was very isolated. Like you were very kind of, you know, alone during this. So were, were there people you got to be, you know, talk to and kind of help um, out? I talked to my parents about everything. Yeah, I, I bet you your dad, obviously, yeah. My parents have been, you know, so amazing uh, with this, you know, situation. Uh, you know, my first three years in the league were, have definitely been a struggle for me emotionally and mentally. And I've always just been able to lean on them a lot. 
Um, but yeah, they're the main ones being like, Lexi, don't be, don't, don't talk your shit on the internet all the time. <laughs> so you need to shut up sometimes. So they've been like that person in my ear as well. But, um, you know, my mom was the first one to be like, Lexi, you're not about to sit in the house and wait. Like, you're going to do what you have to do, you know, get your workouts in, do what you have to do, but you're going to go enjoy your life. Um, you know, cause I was ready to sit in the house, lock myself in the gym and be like, I'm going to work until somebody picks me up. <laughs> like, that's not what you want to do. That's not who you are. You need to go have fun, enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. And we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And I guess, uh, on the topic of the rosters, what do you think, uh, that WNBA needs to do to you know, start expanding these teams and giving more people opportunities. Because it's kind of crazy when you think about it. If you did that with the same thing with the NBA uh, and shrinking rosters, there would be so many good players that are probably on, like, award candidate uh, award ballots right now that would be left off of rosters. Like, that's why I think the WA is so, so competitive. But what do you think the WA needs to do to uh, improve that situation? Um. I, honestly, I don't I don't really know, because honestly, at the end of the day, to, to do expansion, you just need some rich people who are willing to invest in the league. Yeah. And once that happens, like there's not really anything that we can do or the league can do. Um, but also just in, in training camps and stuff like that, I just think that they just need to like if someone is in your training camp that you maybe didn't think was supposed to be in the league and they are in training camp killing everybody, then they should be put on a team like. Yeah. That's just not something that happens um, all the time. Yeah, I've seen it happen mm, from a distance, but you know, any training camp I've personally been in, you know, that's not really a thing. But um, I think that the no matter what, but like that goes with you know the unprotected, protected contracts. But even some unprotected players are treated like protected players. So it's like not the same when you come into a training camp and you have half of the training camp fighting tooth and nail to try to get on a team. Then you have the other half who don't care because they know that they can't go nowhere no matter what. So I think that, you know, element is, is, is a weird element. This was probably my first training camp where I really went in and was like, I probably will not be on this team at the end of this. Um, so, I mean, I felt like that from the first day I got, you know, to Chicago. But I still, you know, played my hardest, you know, got my extra shots and worked out extra. You know, I didn't change anything that I did. Um, but you know, before we even started talking about expansion, we need to get back to full roster spots. And I personally would like to add more roster spots before we even add a new yeah. team because you see a lot of these teams are already injury depleted. It's first week of the season. Yeah. You're playing with nine players and like half the team are, you know, super young and experienced, you know, and then the product looks crazy. So, you know, even before I've always been like, let's add more spots before you try to add a whole new franchise because, you know, that's a big step adding a whole new franchise. But, you know, the WNBA used to be huge and now it's tiny. So, I mean, I feel like we need to, you know, maybe circle back and see why it started out so big and now it's tiny. Yeah. Um, Where would you like to see the league expand to if it got to that point? um, I would love to have a team in uh, Florida. Preferably Miami. Because <laughs> that's where you spend the they, time right now. It's crazy that they don't. You know? Yes, that's where I spent my whole off season. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, I've heard a lot of talkings about, you know, in the Bay Area. They would love the team. That'd be cool. Toronto would be cool. 
but I feel like that travel would be a mess, you know, so you don't fly yeah. private and stuff. So, yeah. um, and then I think a team needs to be brought back to North Carolina. Like that's yeah, like totally. central. Mm-hmm. They would love that. Um, you know, at least that's what I, you know, saw when I went to school there, you know, the support for women's basketball was amazing. So, Oh, let, let me, let me uh, stop. I'm there. surprised Zion has. Yeah, I know. She did stand. go to Duke. Yes. Duke. Lexi. He's Brown. a Duke stand. So. <laughs> I mean, Adam went to UConn, so should we just let it go from there? No, 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 no. They eliminated, they eliminated me out of all my tournament appearances. I, well, you know, what can I say? Gosh, I think like two out of four. He's a, he's a Jets in like in in Knicks fan, so this is all he has is UConn women. Hey, you, but the Knicks are, you know, the Knicks are giving y'all life right now, right? They are, as yeah, New Yorkers. We have something to actually get behind. Young Zion over here is a Fugazi Nets fan. No, I've been a Nets story. fan forever. Stop that. Forever. Stop that. Forever. Exa- forever. Yeah, forever. <laughs> exactly. He, exactly. He was cheering, on, he was cheering on Keith Van Horn back then. I was. Yeah. Exactly. Harry yeah. Kittles, Brian yeah. Scalabrini. Okay, I can respect that. But, you know, the Knicks are doing what the Knicks do. Le- Lexi, we were just talking about earlier, but how great is it? And we can go back to Duke, but how great is it to see, hear roars from crowds again watching these sporting events? Oh, my events? gosh, I loved it. It's, and it's so good. Not even like that many people, but and then even they, but seeing the people in the stands is still making me a little uneasy. I don't know why because like I go like out places and see a bunch of people, but just seeing everybody packed into one place and yeah, like, yeah. Kind of you gotta like, get you gotta get used to it again. Yeah, but no, that you need that for the playoffs. Like it's cool because you know last year the bubbles it was empty, and then now you have like your fans back, and you know mm-hmm. it's, cool. it's definitely making games more fun to watch on TV for sure. Do, do you see yourself as a uh, uh, like a Candace you could be analyzing one day? Because we see your we see your tweets. Your tweets. You, you your said tweets. you said Rudy Gobert doesn't deserve Defensive Player of the Year. I he see. doesn't. I, I watched first take this morning and just saw layup after layup. After layup. <laughs> <laughs> I popped up on Twitter the other day like more important steals or blocks, and you know there was a ton of how to mute the tweet. People were writing think pieces. I'm like, it is not that deep, y'all. Like, um. But there's like a lot of people like I prefer a shot blocker, and I was like, "What? Like, no, I I can't get with that." Because even a steal, like, I, I'm I'm taking on ball defense and steals over a shot blocker in the paint. Yeah, but analytically, it's easier to uh, show that you're making a difference with your block shots and what you can do in the paint than you can on the perimeter. So it's like Ben Simmons, for instance, who if I had a, if I had a selection, I don't know about you guys, I would have picked Ben Simmons for the Defensive Player of the Year because of how fluid he is, how he can guard multiple positions, all these other things that he brings to the table. Yeah. But you can't quantify anywhere near the way you came with Rudy and how, we, again, he affects the paint well, and the shot, like, blocking yeah, and the his shot, presence, the differences. His presence, his presence. Yeah. He's like... But there are analytics now that back that stuff up the way you can't back up what Ben does. But I'm just like... I mean, that Chris, that question came up specifically for the Defensive Player of the Year list. Mm-hmm. As you know, Rudy Gobert, he doesn't leave that. I don't know. <laughs> I just know how you can justify giving a player who just stands in the paint and is really humongous. And he's obviously really good at what he does over mm. a player that can guard all positions and affect the game. Drew Holiday would have been my pick, by the way. I think Drew Holiday. That's an offbeat pick. Oh. Drew thought he was defensive player of the year, so. I wouldn't say Drew And Draymond Holiday. needs the conversation because he talks too freaking much. No. Like, <laughs> but I'm like, more, more players should do that. You know, I can respect how much Draymond advocates for Draymond. Yeah. Like, Draymond had a very good season. Very good very season. Very good yes. game against Anthony Davis uh, against the Lakers. 
Shouldn't be taking the last shot of the game, though. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, even Draymond knows that. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Well, you know. I don't, what happens I didn't double mind the shot, him taking the shot. It was just what shot he chose to take. I yeah. was like, you got literally 10 different off the shots that you could have taken, you know, being wide open, and you chose that. All right. Well, speaking of taking shots, you said sometimes I despise people running the big sports social Ooh. media accounts. No, Young Zion over here runs That's complex crazy. sports. I so do please tell us why. Sports. I don't mind y'all, but don't mind. I can't like, even comment on y'all's Instagram. Yeah, post. I know. I know. I remember I DM'd like, you that day. So fast. I'm like, damn, I can't have an opinion on basketball like y'all. Like, they're savages. I have like bad takes. They're <laughs> savages. Like, they, don't, yeah. they don't. They don't. They don't. Stephen Jackson drops bad takes into our IG comments every day. You should you let them fly. <laughs> the thing about the the big accounts is just sometimes they're just so they're just so corny. I'm just like, just not complex sports. But what about complex sports? No, complex sports is fine. Hey, okay. She, she right. likes a lot of her posts, so she she. All yeah. right, you get a pass, Young Zion. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, you you, like you get to keep your job, Zion. <laughs> Yeah, it's the it's the the corner. I can I can I always try to imagine who who can who thought who like made the tweet. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> I mean, not to go not to go in a one direction, but I think we all saw the Raiders tweet and and everything like that. When oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> but then he said the owner was like, that's what I meant. <laughs> so when you imagine it, no one. Mark Davis said he sent the. How you gonna say no to the owner of the team? Like Mark Davis said he sent it. I mean, I like I like in those situations, just knowing how internal things work. There's no way the social media manager was like, "Yep, we're cooking this up and we're tweeting it." So I feel like about a lot of things that are are tweeted by big companies, and I'm just like, how many people saw it? Did this go through? Yeah, yeah. But I like wonder how those decisions are made. Because what if there is someone who's like, oh, it's probably not a good idea. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, shifting gears to basketball, because we're talking about basketball. What has been your favorite series so far of the NBA playoffs? Have you had one that you're like, this is better than the others? Um. Well, I mean, there only have, have been one game. I'm like looking forward to, um, I said, son, the Suns. uh mm-hmm series for sure well now chris paul might be out so you know that kind of ruins that for me a little bit um, yeah, he has the worst he game. said he's playing game two though but okay. it's not gonna be the same i think yeah but i mean i i think that that series is gonna be fun um memphis has always been a fun team for me to watch mm. um i didn't know donovan mitchell wasn't playing uh apparently donovan a lot mitchell of people didn't, didn't know either <laughs> 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 you didn't know he was playing either <laughs> Um, you know, I still think you, I think Utah is going to win that series, but I think it's going to go down. I think that's going to go to a game seven. They're just so not likable. Just going to go going back to the Rudy. Ooh, like, Memphis or Utah? Utah. Utah is so not likable as a team. Listen, like, I saw that. Rudy flopping on the sideline. It's like, I don't want to pick on him, but like that team is just like, I don't know. I like yeah, Don. They're, they're, they're a little. I like Donovan Mitchell. I like Donovan Mitchell, but like he's going to be on the Knicks in like two years anyway. So yeah, and you two it. should like the, like the Jazz. Quinn Snyder has like Duke credentials. Nah. Isn't he, isn't he, he a Coach he, K coach? He is a former Dukey. Isn't he part of the Coach K coaching tree? I wasn't allowed to watch Quinn Snyder. Come on. <laughs> they're, just a little, they're just a little bland sometimes. That's why I love Memphis because they're yeah. just like – Culture. They do the most, but yeah. I like it. Like like I and, saw a picture of that crowd yesterday in Utah. and The only black person was D-Wade. I'm just saying. <laughs> He was, was there. Was there. Was there. Yeah, he was there. He was courtside. They like seasoning out there in Utah. You gotta know your geography. 
Good for D Wade. Good for D Wade owning a team. I'm, 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 that makes me happy. Any other team would have been cool, but you know, I guess the Jazz works. Yeah, that sounds random. It's very random. It's very well. He was random. friends. He's friends with the owner through some tech investment. That's yeah. that's how the connection hey, came. Get so. the bag. I ain't judging. Yeah. Right. Get to the bag. Get the bag. But who who do you, who do you have winning this year? Uh, the NBA Finals. I honestly have no idea. Mm. <laughs> I have no idea. That's the right answer. That is the right answer. None of us know. It's the wrong answer. Now your Nets. Your, relax, I pal. Okay? I mean, help the healthy Brooklyn Nets. I would say them, but I haven't seen them play healthy long enough. Yeah. Um, but you know, I want I would love James Harden to win a championship. We need that. Like I would love that for him. Since the other two got theirs, um, mm-hmm. James Harden, I think he deserves one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go with I would go with Brooklyn, I guess. Hey. Healthy, healthy Brooklyn. Um, can boo? Can boo. Can, I just, can I just bring up some of your random tweets? You said why is nothing the same? Nothing was the same better than views. Can we address this? That's accurate. I don't think. I mean, I love both, but yeah, views sucks. No, but uh, were you saying views is better? I've than heard break albums like recently, and I'm like, yo, views is like an amazing album, and I did not even like it. That Whoa, album. is views a classic? This is a this is a uh, often argue <laughs> often argument on the internet. Is views a classic? I don't. I think nothing was the same as a classic, but I don't think it's better than views. How does that what? work? How does this How do you think views? Yeah. How is views rated so, so high? But you also said Take Care is not his best album. So no, what is not. his best album? And, I've, and, I, and I thought Take Care was his best album for a long time. What is his best album? I think it's because of the nostalgia that's associated with it. I remember exactly where I was. I was, in my, I was yeah. a junior in high school. Yeah. I listened to it in the locker room during lunch when I would take naps. I've never heard anyone talk about views as highly as you do. No, there is a narrative, Adam, yeah. that started on Twitter where views I, I'm blown more... away by this. I really? think views is trash. Really? Yeah. So, yes. so did I, but then like it grew on me. And I it grew on me as well. I wouldn't say it's a I wouldn't say it's better than nothing with the same, but it also grew on me. But what is his best album? If Take Care is not his best album, what's his best album? Are you about to say views? About to say views. If you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> I don't know. It's like Drake has an album for so many different like moods and like times <laughs> in my life because I've been a Drake fan for so long. Yeah. Like certain times in my life are directly associated with the Drake album, which mm-hmm. is amazing, but also it sucks sometimes because, you know, yeah. some of those people are not in my life anymore. Or I'll exactly. say, I wish I was 21 again or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I just, I might be Drake's like number one fan. I just want him to notice me. That's all. <laughs> I mean, hey, is that following com- you on Instagram? Complex might be. He's not the- following me on anything. He probably doesn't even know I exist. But young Zion, will, young Zion can make a, some things happen. Complex yeah. is a he's a big he complex fan. Of basketball players. My whole basketball career has been for Drake to notice me, and it hasn't worked. <laughs> we, we might help you there. We might help you there. Yeah, we literally could cut this up and put it out and try and get him to see it. No, wait till I get back into the league. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll cut it up and put it out we'll actually get him to buy a team to expand right to toronto so. yeah he could own the toronto yeah. team yeah or the calabasas team depending on <laughs> <laughs> the hidden hills hoopers did you watch j cole play, play basketball can you give us a scouting report on j cole um he plays really hard 
<laughs> That's a nice wow. way to say wow. the effort. Okay. <laughs> he brings effort. <laughs> he hustles. That's important. I I don't know. I'm not going. He's achieving his lifelong dream. I can support it. But the way Bleacher Report posted his stat line that one day it was mean. Was, it was very mean. I think it was ESPN. No, ESPN. 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 Yeah, that was rude. Mean. I was like, "Why would you do that?" Hey, <laughs> it was like for anybody, for everybody listening who may have not seen it, it was like two points, two rebounds, <laughs> like one assist. What's the video included? What's the video? Did now I have to ask you this? Did you see the viral video of Adam Sandler playing basketball the other day in Long Island? A polo shirt. He Sandler's nice. He's good. I said he could beat J Cole one on one, and people fought back on me. I think Sandler. Is well, how tall is Adam Sandler? He's probably. Like I can five look it up. Something. Let me look. I think he's less than six. Yeah, he's not six. Let four. me look this up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I think that's where he's gonna lose it to J Cole. Yeah, J Cole's six two. Six, Sa- Sandler's five ten, so he is giving up some some like J Cole could maybe back him down, but Sandler has a jump shot. That's the thing. He got good court vision too. You saw his dimes. <laughs> he's wearing a polo shirt throwing dimes. <laughs> Word is, from what I heard, he just lives in Long Island. He goes to the same court every day, and he just hoops five on five. He just pulls up. That's amazing. I always have loved Adam Sandler. He's yeah. unproblematic and hilarious. <laughs> so what's the best Adam Sandler movie? Oh, that's a good one. Um, yes, so many. The, the movie that I laughed the hardest at, though, was the movie with Jennifer Aniston. Uh, 50, 51st Dates. When, no, when that was with no, it's Drew Barrymore. The oh. just, just Go With It. Oh, okay. I know the Netflix one you're talking about. Yeah. That movie made me laugh so hard. Um, did you watch the movie? What movie was it called? With Kevin Garnett? Did you watch that movie? Uncut Gems, amazing. One of my favorite movies. Chaotic. That's the only. Oh, it's chaotic. Was like, how was it? I'm like, chaotic. <laughs> it, it, your your heart will be racing that whole entire movie. I was like, and then Kevin Garnett's character. I was like, what is this? Yeah, you need I, a few drinks or a joint after watching that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was the most chaotic movie I've ever seen in my life. But I, like it. I recommend it to everybody. Yeah, it's very good. Now, Sandler can hoop. So, J. Cole, not so much. So, what you said that your, your parents were advocating live your life, do what you want to do. So, what do you want to do? So, outside of hoops, what, like, what are you, like, are you trying like new hobbies? Like, what, um, like what's, what, what, you know, what's, what's in travel? Okay. Um, you know, get more in my like fashionista bag. You know, just things that I like don't really have time to do or things that I want to do, but I'm worried about what, um, you know, coaches or GMs or people in charge are going to say, like things that might look like distracting because that has been communicated to me before about my social media presence um, that I don't care about basketball as much as, you know, maybe other players do. Just because so. you like to tweet? Like, do they do, yeah. do they know what KD does? Like, yeah. I, have they seen Kevin Durant? <laughs> <laughs> have they been on the internet recently? Dress up, you know. I'm like being out and about, you know. But like, I don't post everything all the time. Like, I didn't feel like I had to. But um, you know, even when I was down here in the off season training, you know, a lot of people are like, "Are you on vacation?" I'm like, "No, I'm like literally in gym every day, like for like six hours." Tell people to mind their business. But, you know, my, I had a, I was told, like, you probably you need to post a little bit more, you know, workout basketball content. And I was like, OK, which I did. But like now I don't really have to do that. So I'm not going to like I'm going to start, you know, doing things that I just personally enjoy. 
uh, you know, seeing some friends that I haven't really been able to see in a long time because, you know, they play overseas, I play overseas, I'm in season, they're doing their thing. So um, just really just doing things that I've been wanting to do, especially in the summertime. You know, everyone has a lot more time in the summer to do things. And then I was always in, you know, locked in in the season. And then this year would have been times a thousand because, you know, the COVID protocols and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I'm just doing things like that, you know, things that make me happy and not trying to care a little bit less about what other people think about what I'm doing, what I got going on. So, you know, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> I mean, that's good, though, because, like, you got you to gotta improve your own brand. Your brand can't be aligned with other people. So yeah. do what you do. And I've always been big on, you know, being a basketball player, but not, you know, letting the game define who I am as a person and, so, you know, things like that. I've always, I thought I've always, even in college, I've always, you know, been a basketball player, but also, you know, all these other things. And I thought that when I was a pro, I'd be able to, you know, expand on that. And really it's, at least for me, it's kind of just been like, no, no, no. Like, you're doing too much. Like, you need, you need to see that you, you know, a hooper and that's it. So, you know, now I'm a little bit older. I'm like, I don't really care, you know, what y'all think. Y'all know about me based on my social media. Like, I'm going to just do with things that make me happy. It's interesting because Trevor Lawrence literally said the same exact thing right before he got drafted and everybody freaked out. I don't know if you saw that, but he was like, mm-hmm. I play football. I have a life outside of football. It's okay. You yeah. Know? But like everybody freaked out. Social media is like because people show glimpses into your life, everyone thinks that they know everything about your life. And, you know, I had to even check myself now that I'm older. I understand that. But, you know, there are even like some famous people that I'm like, oh, they're probably doing this. I'm like, you know, they really showing like one percent of their entire existence. <laughs> and that's what social media well, is. Only DJ Khaled shows you every 100 percent of his existence that's the only person that we know that he's doing every single day yeah no one's obligated to, to show anything so yeah. i mean you can't yeah the whole judging people off their social media you know i think that's a very immature mindset to have but it still happens um you know I, I try not to do that to anybody like social media is not real life you know if you take all everyone's social media away like I still want to be able to be a person that people are like, oh, she's cool, she's funny, or she got stuff going on. Um, you know, my Instagram disappeared tomorrow. You know, I'd be sad, but <laughs> <laughs> my life would not change. So I'm like yeah. happy about that. And do you want to send a direct message to, J- to Drake from through us or no? Oh Lord, will I, will I sound thirsty if I do that? <laughs> Listen, if, if- <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give the message, but I don't want you to like put it nowhere until I'm back in. The- so we right. We're going to hold on to this. Right. I'm just saying, this straight. is your opportunity. This this yeah. is going on the Complex Made IG story where Drake follows yeah. us. We could tag Drake. Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say congrats to Drake on winning Artist of the Decade or whatever he won at the Billboard Awards. <laughs> I love you. I'm your biggest fan. And follow me on Instagram. He's- he suggests content to us. He he came up with a list. He's like, you guys should do a list once. And they and they did it. The music team. Like Drake, Drake's basically our editor in chief. If you think oh, about so it, so maybe this is like, like a photo or a hi- one of my highlight videos or something. <laughs> That's all I need. So send him one of my highlight videos so he knows that I'm actually good. <laughs> there we go. We can do that real quick. Actually, before we get out of here, does your dad have the best dunk contest performance of all time? Um, I think so. Before the era of including props and stuff, I think. Yeah. What about Vince Carter? The fact that he came up with that at right at that moment. So, 
change the game. People still trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And he did it on first try. That counts for something, yeah. That's true. which doesn't often happen nowadays. But 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 Vince had a pretty iconic performance. Yeah, well, you know I'm a role with my dad. You know that. What you what you expect to say? Adam's trying to get you. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, you know, try to be objective and unbiased. But that's all. No, when it comes to family, never that. Right. Okay. Understood. Lexi, thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to see you back in the league. Thank you. Can't wait to see Drake following you. Most importantly, Drake. Live your best life. Live your best life. Always. We told y'all she didn't hold anything back. That was, I hope people learned like kind of what's going on and what these WNBA players kind of have to deal with. Because it's not like the NBA and NFL guys where when you're a first round pick, you get that guaranteed spot, guaranteed money. It's not like that at all. No, but on a lighter note, she didn't have an egregious take that Views is Drake's best album. That is <laughs> there egregious. There's a narrative, Adam. There is a narrative uh, on Twitter that Views is uh, are like, people on that, crack. That people, is not a good album. Consider it a classic. It's not a people classic. People consider it a classic and his best album. I'm not saying I agree. I think it aged better than Jesus. I thought when I first it's a, listened. Yeah, it's a very good. It album. did. It, it it aged better than I thought. It's not his best album. It's not Feel like, No Ways is a classic. That's a classic. No, Adam, you Rede- like that song? Redemption. Redemption has the best Drake verse, I think, ever on it. That third verse is amazing. Uh, you're not wrong, Chops. You're not wrong about that. Redemption's great. That's a great verse. But other than like Grammys on that song, like I, there's nothing else I really fuck with on you views. You would listen to Grammys. Of I like Grammys? I like, one of the yeah, I like Future, yeah. Album. Oh, I like Future, yeah. Brother. Come on, yeah, I like that song. I, he said I like Future. <laughs> he said on Grammys on album. I like songs? that song, yeah. But, oh, okay. my God. I don't know what to say about that. Drake, if you're listening, hit up Lexi. She's a big fan. Please. Oh, we're going to set that up. Lexi's going get, to yeah. get the Drake uh, connection. Um, But also, I mean... She's a great interview. I'm glad she came on. Very enlightening. Really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. I try, Glenn Taylor. I'm, Taylor, I'm sorry. I tried to throw you under the bus. You were not responsible. Um, was Nor was my to... boy A Rod. A Rod. When is that going down? Is that still happening? I mean, it doesn't take over for like a year or two years, something like that. So yeah. it's it's done deal. Uh, it's been reported. Yeah, it's essentially a done deal. Yeah. Hey, so A Rod's going to own the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hope he makes some and change. the Lynx. Yes. So the future Seattle SuperSonics. A uh, Well, there may be stipulations in the contract about not moving the team for X number of years, but I don't know he's how enforceable it is. He's going <laughs> to move to the Bronx. Move to the Bronx. No, A Rod's a Miami resident these days. Oh, can we talk about how egregious it is that Derek Jeter is getting a nine part documentary? This uh, is six part, bold. pal. Six part. Okay, that's five parts too many, Adam. No. Listen, Jeter was never my favorite Yankee, but I mean, I know that half the FDMY and half the NYPD and, and about, no, no, about no, two no, million relax. people and about two million people in the greater metropolitan area were going okay. ape shit and like out of their minds and that got that's announced facts. last week. That's the that's a New York hero. That yes. is a New York hero. Growing yes. up, Derek Jeter was the perfect like couldn't do no wrong. How person much? In New how York. much? How much does one part of the documentary on the photo of him passed out at the pool with the two chicks and the bottle of vodka? What part is that going in? That's all I want to know. Well, I just hope that they include the New York Post expose about Jeter allegedly making girls sign NDAs and also giving them gift baskets upon their Donations. dates. Donations. Donations. Gifts. I mean, allegedly. If allegedly. If it's six parts, it has to go into that because what else the fuck are you going to talk about? I mean, I get it. It's Derek Jeter. He's very yeah. popular. Six parts seems fucking aggressive. He ran New York. That's six I know. parts. And as a... And as a former gossip columnist, believe me, Derek Jeter news definitely moved the needle back in the day. Definitely Think about moved it the like needle. this. It still does. No, <laughs> Actually, it still does, yes. There's still no does. baseball celebrity anymore. He, he and A-Rod were the last two ones. They were. Yeah, Who you're else? probably right. Uh, probably, they, yeah, no one, Bond, no one right Bonds now in New York compares. Though. Bonds was a celebrity. 
Yeah, Although, real talk, real talk, well, in New York we're talking about, but and also real talk, the Mets have the better baseball players than the Yankees do. What, what do you mean? mean? Francisco Lindor and, and Jacob deGrom are much better than any other Yankee. Or any two Yankees, like I should say. like 118 right now. I know, but when, when he's on his game, when he's on his game. It's been off for pretty long. Okay, that's for, fair. Pretty long. And the Yankees have a way better record than the Mets. So yeah. I don't... Uh, they're not that far apart, pal. And the Mets are atop the NL East. Who, what a swerve, Adam being a Mets fan out of nowhere. This is nasty. I'm not a Mets yeah, fan. I just I support I support New York baseball. Oh, All right. that's nasty. Um, anything we want to say before we leave? Again, shout out to Phil Mickelson. That was awesome. Yeah, don't listen to Young Zion's uh, uh, COVID protocols. If you got vaccinated, live your life. Yeah, have fun. Okay? It's time yeah. to live your life. If you did yeah. your part, go live your yeah. life. Um, on that note, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Um, shout out to Lexi Brown for coming on. Make sure you go drop those five-star reviews. Let us know who you want to hear on the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay safe. Be well. Enjoy these NBA playoffs. We sure will. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. And as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh Dodd and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Chancel Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks.